Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. You're listening to the Bloomberg Sound On Podcast. Catch us live weekdays at 1 Eastern on Bloomberg.com, the iHeartRadio app, and the Bloomberg Business app. Or listen on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Jim Zirin's been living at Bloomberg. I'm delighted that Jim is with us today. We spoke on Balance of Power ahead of the indictment on Bloomberg TV, and now the former assistant U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York joins here on Sound On. He's also the host of Conversations with Jim Zirin on PBS. So, Jim, uh, welcome back. It's great to talk to you twice in 24 hours here because we actually got this indictment that we were uh, feeling our way through a little bit early yesterday. Now that you've seen this, 41 counts, 19 defendants. I'm asking the same question of a lot of folks today. Did Fonnie Willis bite off more than she can chew? Oh, I don't think so. I think she's quite experienced in RICO cases. Uh, It might take uh, some time before they can pick a jury. It might take some time for her to get all this evidence in. Uh, But I think that uh, the case is going to proceed, and I think she'll try to prosecute the case uh, expeditiously. Uh, Trump will try to uh, uh, put as many uh, hurdles in front of her as he possibly can, and um, the question is, will she be able to overcome them? Well, I guess... She clearly has confidence that she can do this and prosecute all 19 of these individuals at once because this is the path that she has chosen. I just wonder about motives here. Do you think that this is an intention to get at least some of those 18 other defendants to roll on the former president? Well, in every uh, multi-defendant conspiracy case, and a RICO case is really a glorified conspiracy case, uh, prosecutors uh, make an effort to get Uh, co-conspirators to cooperate. Some of them may be named in the indictment. Others may be named as unindicted co-conspirators. I think a lot of uh, what's alleged in the indictment uh, is uh, supported by evidence that she already has. Uh, It's always helpful to a jury to have a live person there uh, uh, tell what their story is. Uh, But I don't know that she absolutely needs these people to flip in order to make a case. Uh, She would know better than I would, but uh, the possibility of co-defendants flipping and becoming um, prosecution witnesses is always there. We spoke earlier uh, with Ty Cobb, uh, Jim, and you heard us uh, talking about the timeline here. Uh, He went further to say that the other the other other case uh, having to do with overturning the election results, that would be the special counsel's January 6th case from Jack Smith. Uh, will will not be uh, waiting around for this to resolve in Georgia. Here's what he said. I don't think there's any way Jack Smith would uh, uh, permit uh, Ms. Willis to go to trial before he does, given the overlap in witnesses and the uh, you know, damage uh, her use of those witnesses could do to his case. Is Fonnie Willis at the end of the line here, Jim? Um, I don't know where she stands in the line, but I think it's quite clear that Jack Smith's case in Washington is going to go first. Okay. Uh, the One of the interesting things is whether Trump 
who was seeking delay all the time and often seeking delay on grounds that are frivolous or near frivolous, has a pretty good argument that uh, to go before uh, the judges uh, in the cases, not the Washington case, but in the other cases, uh, the one in Florida and um, the one in New York and Fannie Willis's case and say, look, uh, here I am, former president of the United States, and I uh, have to defend four cases and also run for office. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm uh, trying to uh, to defend myself. How does a citizen um, fight on four fronts at the same time? So I'd like to stay all the other cases. I'll fight the Washington case and let's stay all the other cases until the Washington case is resolved. And um, well, that, if he gets favorable rulings on uh, such a, a pitch, uh, mm-hmm. that could stand him in good stead. Well, it, it's important to point out all the legal fights that he is facing because it's not just these four criminal trials that he's going to have to see through. There's a number of civil cases uh, as well, and that just kind of adds to the crowded calendar. I guess, Joe, theoretically, Except also, they, you the civil just... cases would not require his presence in the courtroom uh, okay. during the trial. So he would have less of a burden defending the civil cases uh, because it would be handled by his lawyers. Okay, that's an important distinction to make. Uh, thank you for that. But uh, of course, we're talking here, as, as you were alluding to, about not just a former president, but a man who is trying to be president again. When we think about the the idea that he is a former president, could very well theoretically be reelected into the Oval Office in 2024, when we're talking about the sentences that could come with a guilty verdict, conviction on some of these felony charges— Jim, do you see any real likelihood that he serves any time in prison? Well, I think if he's convicted, and we have to see what he's convicted of and in which court he's convicted, mm-hmm. I think there's a likelihood he'll spend time in prison. Uh, in uh, the Georgia uh, case, as I understand it, although the judge has discretion to suspend sentence or uh, put him on probation, if he's convicted in the Georgia case, there's a mandatory sentence. Uh, and uh, he would have to go to prison because of the RICO allegations. So uh, prison is a real threat. I mean, but Trump is someone who likes to take chances. He has all of his uh, professional career, and um, he certainly uh, is uh, uh, getting as close to sailing as close to the wind as he possibly can in this case. Boy, when we talk about prison, though, uh, Jim, what does that look like? Is this a scene from Goodfellas where they're hanging around their bathrobes making uh, tomato sauce? Or are we talking prison? I mean, how would the Secret Service manage that? Uh, well, I mean, there have been all sorts of proposals as to how it could be managed. And he could be in a, uh, a special kind of, uh, uh, of prison uh, environment, which is uh, not uh, what we uh, normally think of as prison. I think because of the presence of... Secret Service uh, protection, uh, there would have to be some accommodations made. But uh, we're getting way, way ahead of the story. Yes, we are. I I don't even, I'm not even comfortable talking to this. The question (laughs) is, uh, uh, first place, the question is, will he be uh, disqualified from running for office? Now, none of these convictions are going to disqualify him from running for office. Yeah. Uh, What might disqualify him from running for office is Section 3 of the 14th Amendment of the Constitution which two eminent law professors have uh, written about and in which uh, they uh, uh, put forth a decisive opinion uh, that that Section 3 is uh, self-executing 
and uh, it would bar him even for running in the primary mm-hmm. uh, because of. Well, I was going to uh, ask you about this, Jim. You're a mind reader. I only have a minute <laughs> left, though. Does does that have some grounds in law? What do you think? Oh, I read uh, in every word of uh, the law review article uh, that uh, uh, Bowdy and Paulson wrote. And uh, it's just overwhelming. They do an historical analysis of the history of Section 3 and the language of Section 3. And these are two very, very conservative originalist Mm -hmm. lawyers. And uh, they come to the conclusion that based on the original meaning of Section 3, he's disqualified from running for office. And I think that's what uh, this dispute, the last analysis, is all about. Incredible. Uh, Jim, thank you. Jim Zirin former assistant U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York. With remarkable insights today, this is Bloomberg. Thanks for listening to the Sound On podcast. Make sure to subscribe if you haven't already at Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. And you can find us live every weekday from Washington, D.C. at 1 p.m. Eastern Time at Bloomberg.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.